Hi everyone and welcome to Empowering the Opposition. My name is Dr. Nafis Alam and our topic today will be losing intentionally to stay hungry, a process to stay motivated. There's an old saying, I don't know how old exactly or how common it is, but uh, the saying goes, victory is undefeated. Once you've tasted um, some, some victory, uh, racking up the wins, it's easy to lack motivation to continue, uh, continue to win. This is why quite often you see uh, people, once they've tasted a little bit of success, they feel like that's just going to be the norm. And then they sort of hit cruise control, thinking that all of the work that went into uh, whatever it is that they've won at and succeeded, succeeded in uh, can now just be enjoyed. And uh, somehow that success will continue without continued effort. Victory is undefeated. How do you... How do you stay hungry? <clears throat> How do you stay hungry despite the fact that you're always eating? How do you uh, feel like you need to aspire for more when you may have reached a point in your life and in your career where you've already achieved so much that you can essentially pump the brakes, hit cruise control, even, even just stop and just retire uh, and, and call it a profession, you know? Uh, I think one of the ways, potentially, could be uh, to lose intentionally. Winners, those who have tasted a, a great deal of success, are so used to winning that for them, losing might be more beneficial. And sometimes losing intentionally. Uh, for me, I... Uh, I'm pretty good at pool, pretty okay at bowling, pretty okay at chess. Um, uh, sometimes, not all the time, sometimes it's in my best interest to lose intentionally. Uh, I think I do this more in basketball than anything else, uh, also because I don't want to get hurt uh, moving around that much. But losing intentionally <clears throat> in anything that you do, can create an environment where uh, you're walking home from, you know, after taking that L, and there's a fire that burns inside of you. Now, I'm not a professional pool player, professional chess player, professional basketball player, which is hilarious if you know how not athletic I am. Um, I'm not a professional in any of these uh, categories. So why would I uh, why would it hurt so much? Why would the f uh, fire burn so so bright by taking L's in these areas? Well, it's not so much that <clears throat> that that it's about pool or bowling or basketball or chess. It's it's trying to get that L and walking home defeated and thinking to yourself, this doesn't feel good. And that this doesn't feel good feeling is what drives some folks to be successful in other areas of life. Now, would I intentionally take an L in academia, in debate, in um, you know some of the things that I'm doing that, that bring me money? Would I take an L in investing? No, absolutely not. So how do I stay hungry in the areas where I am victorious and I'm, all, I'm, I'm experiencing success? One of the ways is by experiencing defeat 
in other areas that aren't bringing me money, aren't, aren't uh, particularly relevant to me as a person or a professional. So approaching life in this kind of way, taking some intentional L's, keeps me and others like me motivated to rack up the wins in other categories. There have been times when I've been writing an article, writer's block, whatever it might be, um, and you're sort of uh, uh, hitting a block, and you tell yourself, or you think to yourself, I don't really need to do this. I've already published a lot. I've already made a name for myself. Um, I could I could do this tomorrow. I could do this next week, next month. And then I forced myself to remember the last time I played pool and I lost. Intentionally or otherwise, it, a loss is a loss. And then that burns the fire of saying to myself, no, I need to write this article now. Same thing at the gym, right? So uh, quite often you'll see people who are extremely fit feel like they have nothing further to achieve at the gym. Again, victory is undefeated. So if you are the fittest person in the gym, uh, it's likely that that, won't, that distinction won't remain for long because if you are the fittest person at the gym, what incentive do you have to continue getting fitter, more fit? When I'm at the gym, sometimes I'll think to myself, uh, I'm not the fittest person at the gym, but I am, I would say, at least in the top 5%. <clears throat> I'll sometimes think to myself, uh, yeah, I don't need to do these squats. My knees hurt, my back hurts. I don't need to hit the bench. My, ba uh, my, my shoulders hurt, whatever it might be. And it's easy to look around and say, ah, I'm fitter than this person, fitter that, than that person. I could take a day off. Then I think to myself, last time I played chess, I lost. Close to winning, but I lost. Perhaps intentionally, still lost. And has been so influential and impact impactful in the development of who I am as a person and who I am as a, as a professional. I personally believe that one of the reasons why I experience as much success as I do is because I intentionally force myself to experience defeat. It, is, uh, it has been integral to my development as a professional and as a person. Now, in true empowering the opposition uh, form, we have to consider the counterpoints here. Now, if you're intentionally taking L's, at what point are you so desensitized to taking L's that then it becomes common stay? It, uh, it's normalized to, uh, to lose at certain things. So if you're always playing pool and always losing, taking those L's in pool aren't going to mean as much to you. If you're always playing basketball, if you're always playing chess, you're always bowling, whatever, you know, whatever you can think of that isn't important to you. If you're always taking L's in those areas, then at what point do those L's just not mean much to you? I'm just here to, to have fun. So the sting of those L's could go away. So it's, it's a fine balance <clears throat> in that sometimes you have to go for that win. So this way you experience some, some uh, success in pool and bowling and uh, basketball, uh, chess. And you win just enough. Here's the key, right? You win just enough 
so that when you take the L, when you lose, it hurts. If you lose all the time, losing doesn't hurt anymore. You're just used to it. When it comes to these categories, to stay motivated in other areas, <clears throat> you may have to take L's, uh, or rather win just enough in order for those losses to hurt. Hurt enough to uh, get you motivated in other areas. But again, as the counterpoint, um, it's easy for those L's to be normalized and now they don't mean anything. They don't, they don't have the, they don't pack the punch. They don't have the sting that they once, once did before. And also, how respectful is it to your opponents? If you're playing basketball, you're playing pool, you're playing <clears throat> chess, um, whatever it might be, how respectful is it to your opponent to intentionally lose? That's not sportsmanlike. That's not good sportsmanship to try anything less than 100%. Um, and, and, you know, essentially uh, let your opponent win is not respectful to your opponent. It's very patronizing. So here's another uh, sort of ethical dilemma in that you can't tell your opponent you're going to take the L intentionally. They're not going to try hard either. So you want them to go hard, but you know that you're going hard at an, at an L. It might be seen as disrespectful. So... For me, if I'm playing pool, uh, uh, chess, or, or basketball, whatever it might be, against someone who is a peer of mine, or someone who outranks me in the academic, entertainment, what, all the industries that I'm involved in, if they are at my, uh, if they are my peer, my colleague, or above me, then I will aim for the win, because it is disrespectful. Um, in, in my opinion, uh, to, to not do that. On the other hand, if I'm playing against someone, let's say, who is a student of mine or, um, I don't know, someone who uh, maybe work with the Special Olympics and the junior high school kids that, and the high school kids that I, uh, that I coach sometimes, um, sometimes I will intentionally take the L uh, and they won't know it. And the reason why I'll do that is twofold. One, it helps build their confidence. I'm a grown man. Like, you know, I, I shouldn't be losing uh, if I'm really trying my best at, at some of these things. So intentionally taking the L there keeps me hungry for success in other areas of life. And it keeps them motivated, builds their confidence. Oh, I beat Nafis at such and such. So there are... There are plenty of counterpoints as to why you might not want to do this. How respectful is it to your opponents? Now, I'm certainly not telling you to disrespect someone who, um, you know, isn't your colleague or isn't uh, hierarchically uh, above you and whatever hierarchy you fall into. Um, but instead, I would imagine that in some cases, taking the L means giving someone else the W, and for someone else, that W might be more meaningful than just that W alone. So I try to test out the waters um, in the whole point-counterpoint fashion and ask myself, <clears throat> is this a peer? Is this a superior? Is this a person who, uh, if I let them win, it would be not only disrespectful, but uh, not really meaningful? you know, for them to win. 
And if that's the case, then I'll go hard. I'll lose going hard. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm a great pool player or chess player. But then on the flip side, if I'm if I'm playing against someone who I've assessed that you know could use a little bit of a confidence boost, um, you know would would benefit from winning in this arena, and and I would benefit from taking the L in this arena, then then I'll, I might I might intentionally seek out the L to stay motivated uh, to be successful in other areas of my personal and professional life. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I'm Dr. Nafis Alam, and this has been Empowering the Opposition. See you next time.